Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. What is up, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, a father, a 10-year online mindset coach, and a 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggle with bringing that same kind of time and energy to my health and family that I was giving to my career and my business. Through that process, I discovered I could excel in every area if I was willing to master my mindset. Now, this podcast was designed for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to achieve more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's show. Don't forget to grab a free copy of my international best-selling book, Mastering Your Life Through Self-Coaching. You can head over to the show notes or go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash book. I'll take care of the book if you take care of the shipping. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back to another Monday episode. I have another amazing individual, and you will definitely love his accent. (laughs) This is Christian Hoyle. So let me dive into who Christian is. Christian is a mindset and motivation coach. He's keeping it positive and enjoying life is his main focus. Every situation that life throws at him, he knows that there's two ways to deal with it. He helps his clients choose the way which helps them grow as people so they can enjoy life more. I'm sure there's a backstory behind that, Christian, and I'm excited to dive into that. So, sir, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I forget that I've got an accent because where you live, where you live, we all sound the same. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know. I was actually just talking to my son about that the other day. He's like, dad, these people have a weird accent. I'm like, really? Because they think you have a weird accent. He's like, really? I don't have a weird accent. I'm like, it's all about perspective, son. It's all about perspective. Well, Christian, I am so happy to have you here on the show. I was looking a little bit about, um, or reading a little bit more about you and some of the things you do. Um, But some of my my people here are not going to know who Christian Hoyle is. So could you do me a favor? Um, usually people get to this point in the podcast and they're like, hey, like what's gonna, what, what am I gonna get by staying here and listening to this podcast? So I want you to kind of answer that. Like, is there some reason why you feel that people should continue to listen to this podcast? What do you think that they're gonna get from this? I like it. I like how you phrase that there. I like uh-huh. it. Keeping us listening, keeping them listening. Yep. Well, I've been an entrepreneur for 25 years. I've rode the lows, the highs. And in every single high and low, what I've found is what goes on in here makes the difference. You just touched on it. It's perspective. I've learned how to use perspective. We've always heard that half glass full, half empty. And everyone everyone uses that one. Well, I'm here to tell you it's true. It's how you look at things. It's not how they are. It's how you look at them. And everyone you go to, someone someone who's got an open and open mindset that's ready for it, looks at opportunities. Whereas negative people look for fixed barriers that are going to hold them back we don't see that so i want to like people start thinking we're listening about where are you at and where do you want to be and how we're going to get you there and that's the kind of thing i focus on with clients i'm obsessed i'm obsessed by mindset and having a happy existence (laughs) and i know it's down to me i don't have anyone else who's like i've got family and stuff they're not making me happy 
They're mm-hmm. the ones who are byproducts of what I do. Making me happy is a process that I spend a lot of time on and mm-hmm. I'm here. Welcome. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's contagious, Christian. I can already tell it. I can already feel it through the microphone, even though we're on the opposite side of the planet from each other. Right. (laughs) So I want to ask you this because um, a lot of people who see people who are in like this positive frame of mind, and I get this question all the time. They're like, has that always been the case? Were you just born to be this kind of person? Or did you go down this path of maybe being a closed mindset? Maybe like at some point you weren't all about being positive. So I want to ask you, like, how did you get to do and be where you are today, being that positive mindset person. Was there a struggle you had to go through or was it just something that you were naturally born with? So you've hit it then. We all have closed mindset times. We all have times when we could have done better and we could have grown and we look back. And there's nothing up with that because we're all, we're all moving forward. But mine was a classic thing, start set off in poverty, no father, forced to how to do it. And I just started... You had, there's an old woman I saw, I used to do this Meals on Wheels, which is for old people. I saw her, and she's like 96. She said to me, I said, you're always so happy. And she said, Christian, nobody comes to see a miserable person. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. No one wants to do business with you. No one wants to knock around with you. No one wants to go out with you. No one wants to be your friend, apart from if you're a certain way. And I think I've just learned that it's not, if I have a bad thing, it's my fault, not anyone else's. So I don't take it out on everyone else. Whereas everyone else is going around in the world in a cloud and they take mm-hmm. it out. That's You're not my responsibility of how I feel. I'm responsible. As soon as you start realizing that you're like the captain of the ship and it's up to you what bothers you, people will say, oh, he bothered me. He didn't. You bothered mm-hmm. yourself by being bothered about it. And I suppose when you learn that and you take on ownership of yourself, it all gets better because you're not blaming anyone. It's not blame game. I'm like this because mm-hmm. of that. I'm like this because I might have had a tough existence many years ago. That's not me. I'm the me now. The me who makes a good life, has a great family, has great opportunities because I always say, yeah, and I've got a good open heart. And that just, that just gets you everywhere from what, mm-hmm. I, from what I've come across. I agree. I agree. And, and what I've also found, and I want to get your take on this, is like sometimes when we get into like those closed mindset moments, we actually spend so much time in here thinking about it over and over and over again that we don't actually get to get out here and actually make the difference, right? We don't get to take the actions because we're literally talking ourselves out of it and then we're beating ourselves up about it. And then we're just like in this like spiral over and over and over again. Have you found that to be true too? Do you know what I work with? So at the minute, I've got a contract with elite youngsters working in a sales environment. They're all earning unbelievably great money. I get one, one of them last week. He comes to me and he says, I don't know what it is, but I haven't got any drive. I haven't got any motivation. I don't believe in myself. I'm looking at this guy thinking, oh, my God, if you don't believe in you, what chance have I got? Because you're phenomenal. But he mm-hmm. hasn't seen it yet. Within 20 minutes, I reminded him where he was and who he was, that all of us have closed things. No one's perfect. And I'm happy. 90, I worked it out 97 point summer percent because I had some like six bad days within a year, but I'd had a troubled year. So we're all like, the thing is, you, you, you fail. You fail in your mood. You fail at whatever you do. You fail in friendships. You fail at everything. But that's the great thing because then what leads from failure is success. Mm-hmm. 100%. And you just, you said something right there that I really want to, uh, I'm not first off acknowledge and appreciate you for, but I also want you to kind of expand on it because what you did is you said that you reminded them of their worth. You reminded them of like that they can believe in themselves because I really feel that some people think that they've never had that belief, but you have like, you, you don't ever find kids who don't have that belief of like, I want to be this when I get older. I want to be this. So you re, you you framed it perfectly. It's like you didn't tell that person that they're worthy or that they have they should believe in themselves. You reminded them. So can you kind of hit on that a little bit? What did you mean by reminding them? I think that because 
So, for instance, he was he had a problem with motivation and drive. Where does motivation and drive come from? It comes from just getting on with your task and keep going and not stopping. So you might be doing it and thinking, I'm not getting anywhere, I'm not finished, but you're doing it. And by doing, you're moving forward. And motivation and drive comes from you taking action and moving forward. So if you're not, what I saw in that guy was, he just told me everything he was doing. And I was like, wow, this is phenomenal you're doing that. You are a high-level thinker. But he didn't know it. And when I, 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 like, I like windowed what he'd done, I said, you said you've done this. You spend hours doing that. How can that someone say that they haven't got belief and drive? I now, I now want to watch you all your life and see what you do. And I think mm-hmm. some people, like in sport, you think about it in sport, like when you have a bad game, you know you're having a bad game. You might take that bad game with you. Someone comes along and reminds you, yeah, you had a bad game last game, but what about before that? What about them games when you won us the championships? What about mm-hmm. that? And it's like reminder that, you're not always going to be at your best, but as long as you're always trying to be your best, you're getting somewhere and you'll always end up where you want to be. It's when mm. you give in and start saying, no, I can't do it. I can't. Cause you've always got, you've got to harvest your own belief because no one, like I had this before, right? It was a really success. I work with a lot of successful people who tells the successful people they're doing well. <laughs> not many. So where mm. did they get the belief from? Cause they keep doing it. Everyone expects them to do it, but you know what? They're a human being. People miss up that everyone's a human being, same opportunity, same time. Some of us are better than others, but you're still a human being. Even if you worth 10 million quid, I've got a client, 10 million quid. He's got no belief in himself. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I've seen what he does. I can't believe mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And it's things like that. Like he goes, yeah, I suppose. Because people forget what they have, who they are, what they've done, what they want to achieve, where they are. And it's people like me that remind them. And it, you know, it just like gives you that you know, lift. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like sometimes we're, we're in like so much of a hurry to get to that next level. We're in so much of a hurry to go achieve that thing that we forget to take the time to go, well, how far am I right now? Like, where did I, what did I have to do to get to where I am here? It's very easy to forget that. Right. Because we're like, oh, but we've got to achieve this. We've got to accomplish this. And then, and we kind of feel like a little bit um, not so worthy. Um, you, you also no, hit on some, this. you know what people do and work with everyone. Huh. Some people are too hard on themselves, like all the time in everything. They're expecting excellence and performance in everything. I don't know anyone who does that. Mm-hmm. I know that people like they want to have it so many times. But when you're grounded to have something that all the time, there's no one. No one performs for every minute of the day. Mm-hmm. There are some, and I want to meet them, but I haven't met one yet. You know, and it's like <laughs> we're all trying. And the other one is that give is even the people on the TV who are worth loads, they're all winging it. So when you come like, oh, he knows what he's doing. I'll tell you he's winging it. I've been someone, someone knows what I'm doing. I'm winging it at times, but Mm -hmm. winging it's part of your process. You wing it for a bit, then you're dead good at that. Move on to something else you wing. And every so often you think, wow, I've winged that. You just got to keep it flowing and going. I love that. I love that. And I I like to share that a lot with people. I'm like, they're like, man, you're so good at this coaching thing. And I'm like, you know what? I was winging it for such a long time that it just became (laughs) so natural for me to wing it that it just happened. Right. Um, I I definitely love that. Um, You know, I I also want to want to hit on this, this, this subject too, because when, when you're thinking you're, you're bringing up a lot of different things in my mind that I'm like, yeah, like that is so, so powerful. And that is like, um, coming from this place of like, um, like belief, like positivity, when you take those actions, at coming from that with your mindset, you just like literally overperform and you could be doing those same actions, but just from a place of like disbelief or from a place of like negativity, a place of like scarcity. And like, it takes the same amount of time to do that. But when you show up with this positivity, you show up with this, Hey, I have belief in myself. You actually like 
are able to not only help yourself, but you're able to help other people so much more from those same exact actions. What do you think about that? It's in, I, th I think it's interesting you say that because some people do turn up and only give 50% and look like they're doing, doing 100. They're the naturals. You know, like yeah. you have to break human beings in from 100%, break them down into subcategories. I know I'm not in the top 5%. I know I'm in the top 5% of my subject because I'm obsessed by it. I read it. I love it. I live it. I practice it. I do habits. I do all the things. But then I'll meet someone who, like, they're only ever giving 50%. But if someone else looks at them, then I think, if that's your 50%, what can we do to turn it up to 100%? And where are you going to be then? Because look mm -hmm. at how amazing you are now. Where can we go next? Where's our next step? What you like at the minute, you're only utilizing 50% of your overall self. And I look at utilizing that extra little bit of it. But mm -hmm. going back to that thing again, everyone believes that everyone's doing amazing and they really got it and they've got it going on. And when they mm -hmm. realize, actually, they have for a lot of the time, but not all the time. Then you mm -hmm. remember that we're human beings again. I keep coming back to this. Mm -hmm. Everyone forgets I'm a human being. There's 7 billion of them. We all think and act the same. But some of us manage it better. And that's the difference what mm -hmm. mindset is. Managing mm -hmm. it, your life better, your thoughts better, your actions better. That's the difference. That's it. And you mm -hmm. can change it whenever you want. And that's the beauty of it. Let me, let me, let's, let's talk about that for a second here. Um, I know we've already been on for 10 minutes, but it feels like it's going by. Let's talk about that idea of like changing it. Have you ever had to personally change it? Have you had this time where maybe you went down the opposite path and then you found out that you were doing that? And in turn, you were like, you were able to somehow change it and change that trajectory. And maybe you can walk us through maybe how oh, you were able to do that. I'll give you one straight away. That's like, it's funny, like, I ask the questions raw because you get the raw moment. So mm -hmm. I'm a father. I'm a father of three kids and I'm a father of five kids now because I have two extended kids. Mm -hmm. My first kid, 22, high level performer, I made every single mistake known to man when he was 15, 14, 15. I, I, I didn't want him to be like me at that age, so I acted in a certain way. I actually got him somewhere, and he's unbelievable. His mindset is phenomenal. I've actually done a podcast on my YouTube that I'm going to mention there with him. Mm -hmm. So he's doing amazing. So my 15-year-old son now, all the old mistakes, I suddenly start making them. Then I remember, what am I doing here? What am I achieving? What am I getting out of it? Like I used to be like, we'd fall out and I'd be up against him. Who, mm -hmm. Who's winning there? I'm an adult. And I'm acting like a child. What do you want mm. from me? What can he, what is he growing up to? So mm. Dylan and I, I have an amazing relationship with my kids, but my middle one, I've just got a real like, you know, I've got another one after that to go, but I'm working. This is the stage 15 where Dylan read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, because I paid him. I'm trying to pay Lucas to read it. They go on to read it themselves. You get like, I've noticed a change in him because of how I am. I don't get mad. I, instead of mad, I go with the disappointed. Because it's much more, when I'm mad, it's an emotion. I give it him. And what does it do? Shows that I can't keep hold of my mood, can't keep hold of my psyche. And I've lost it. I want to be calm all the time. I understand what he's going to do. I'm a bloke. Made every mistake known to man. And do you know what? At 15, he has to make some mistakes. And we have to watch mm -hmm. him and let him. Because he needs to make them now. Because if he makes them in his 20s, they're going to cause him a problem. Let's yeah. get them mistakes now. Turn them into someone decent and watch him fly. So I'm like... I know he's my own kid, but I'm excited to see where he's going to go because he's getting the right parenting behind him. Mm, that's a different that. right coaching because that's what parenting is, coaching. Yep, 100%. 100%. It's him, them finding their answers, right? Not you telling them all the answers, right? So I, I know you kind of mentioned a book, um, how to win, win friends and or how to influence or how to win friends and influence people. But um, has there been like some key readings that you have like really picked up on that you would suggest or would you would give to somebody in terms of like, Hey, this is maybe the best book for you to kind of start with. 
I've read 200 books here and I keep, and I always give the same three because I think they're the most powerful. I've, I read books every day. I'm mm. constantly on books, but if you want to know about your mind and how it works, the Jim Paradox is the best book I've ever seen by Professor Steve Peters. It's phenomenal. It tells you why you act like you do, but why other people act like them to you. And it gives you an understanding. And when you see it, I give it every client I work with who's got an issue with the chimp. I give it to them and then they say, wow, it's like it was written for me. So that's powerful. I always give the top three with that next one, Atomic Habits. Because mm -hmm. mindset and moving forward, if you want to be successful, you need to change the habits that you're doing currently. And it's always small micro stuff that you can work on. Micro changes that has monumental effects. You make certain changes in what they're doing and they have money, honestly. But then what comes with that effect is they see it working. Where does belief go? Belief rises. If you rise, but belief is everything. It's the difference between failure and success without a doubt. Same person, different belief on a different day, high belief they win, no belief they lose. It's the exact same person, but it's what they thought about it. So that's my second one. And the ultimate one, which is this one, I'll get this one, this one's here. This is confusing. It's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by uh, mm. Joe Spencer. It's phenomenal mm. because it, it like, one of the things that everyone does who you work with, when you come to them and you get them, you speak to them on the first day, they basically tell you a lot of conditioned responses that they've had all their life. Mm. Ask them why they do it and they say, I don't know. I've always done it like that. And that's when you say, how about you don't? Can we look at every time that comes up, instead of doing it like you always have, look at the individual moment and live it and answer it for that. Because just because you've always done it, that was you when you were old, you were like younger and weaker. Now you're much more intelligent and moving on. And when someone works with me, I'm offering a different way to think. And it takes like, you know, it takes about 12 weeks to make a habit. And after 12 weeks, I've got one I started him with, my best ever client. I said, what's going on? And he just went, told me. Now he's like, he's just always happy. And I'm like, what's the difference? Oh, sorry, they said that. What's the difference? And he said, I just think like you told me to. And now all I'm thinking about is creating a great reality because up to before I thought of a poor reality, he actually was suffered from creating self-guilt. I remove that because guilt is made up inside. Why would you do that to yourself? Like the rest of the things, you know, so mm -hmm. it's is, exciting changing someone. It is, it is, it is. And it all re resorts back into that mindset, right? That, that thinking. So let me ask you this as we're, as we're winding down, um, let's say that you were having a conversation with a younger version of Christian. You were, you were having that conversation with somebody who, um, before you got into like personal development, before you got into mindset, what do you think that conversation would go like? What would you, what advice would you give that younger version of Christian who maybe, um, isn't at the level where Christian is right now? He's definitely not at the level, but mm -hmm. Without a doubt, and this is another thing. So I said to you at first, I'm fatherless. So I grew up without a dad. I actually got a dad in my 20s. I had a stepdad who became my dad, and I was very lucky. So I have experienced having a parent mm -hmm. in later life. But when you, like, I can spot people who haven't got a parent because of how they act. Because what they do is, especially when they haven't got a dad, they're always proving themselves. Always got something to prove. None of my kids have got anything to prove because they got me backing them up. I'm the guy going, you're all right. I can be that. You can ring me whenever. and I can." But when you haven't got that, you're looking for it in everyone else and you're always proving yourself, beating your chest and doing things that make it, you have to do, you know, you have to give it your best. You have got how you look. And I think I would be saying, don't care about how you look because a lot of the things you do, you actually look like an idiot, but you don't see it because you're not thinking about it in the right way. And it, and it's like, it's like, a, it's like a, a, it's like a problem I've self-created, but I didn't realize I was doing it. As I've got older, I've learned to, 
I've learned to, like, self-development changes your life because you're practising it. I read every morning and think, yeah, that's something to think about today. So that changes you. But then the ultimate thing, when you're younger, you're always going to be smarter when you're older. But it's about recognising the difference between now and then is I recognise that I'm wrong a lot. And if, when you recognise when you're wrong, you mm. can start trying to correct things. It's when you think you know everything, you'll never correct any of your stuff. You'll keep it going. And that's when I get people... I'd make them to make little changes because what they've done in the past has led them to where they are now. And in order to get where they want to be, they need to make simple changes. It's really simple, really. It's almost sometimes I think you're paying me for like giving you like the obvious thing. <laughs> they haven't seen it because it's like an invention. You don't see an invent. You think, oh, that, that's already been invented. It hasn't because it mm-hmm. seems too obvious, but no one's seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I really love this idea that you said, um, realizing that you're wrong a lot. I mean, that, that, that's just an entirely different level. You can take yourself out of kind of like your own body and realize like, oh my gosh, like, uh, hey, I am wrong about this, right? And seeing it from a different perspective, which is kind of like what we started about in the beginning. I love that. I love that, love that. Let me ask you this. Do you think that um, the fact that you grew up like that, you grew, grew up without having a father until your 20s, do you think that that is something that is now like your superpower? It's something that you're able to use and utilize with the people that you help coach? Uh, I don't know if it's just, I, I can see it in other people. Like I'm going off to, I do this contract and I work at this and I spot the ones who are without a dad mm-hmm. and I want to be their dad. I want to yeah. offer them. I want to say that because being a dad, it's about, especially when you're like a man, you know I mean? I've got a daughter as well and that's confusing, but I'm a man. So I know my son <laughs> yeah. and I know when they're 16, 50, I know what they're thinking because I thought yeah. the same. So yeah. I can get all that. And I say, this might happen now, son. You need to be ready for it. No one got me ready for anything. No one got me used to being a man. You know, mm-hmm. no one did that. And I think that through that, I acted tough because I wanted to be tough. But mm-hmm. really inside was pretty soft. Do you know what I mean? And I always had this hard exterior. And I wish someone had let me see the soft bit and let me be a bit more vulnerable than trying to always win and win this and that. Because I actually, at times, looked like a bit of an idiot. On right. respect. But, you know, when we're younger, we're not who we are. And you should never look back on the younger's part. You know, like people want to change things. But the thing is, you wouldn't be you if it worked for everything that happened to you. So once mm-hmm. you realise you can change, that's when the excitement comes. Because you can change. Anyone you work with can change right now forever. They just mm-hmm. have to start doing it as a process. And that's mm-hmm. it. The past is gone. Past is gone. The future is unknown. But today I know how to do it. And today I'm going to work on it and I'm going to try and sort it. I love that. I love that. Love mm-hmm. it. Like one of the things that uh, kind of comes into my mind is as you're talking there, um, is through that process, you've actually learned how to not only empathize, but put yourself in their shoes, right? So you know what your 14 or 15 year old are kind of thinking because that's the way that you were, right? And like you said, you go to like a conference or something and you see those people who are like, okay, I know what this person needs because that was what I need. And, and it's kind of like this thing where you're able to like connect with them because I, I can tell you like when you can describe a problem that a person goes like, that is exactly what it is that I'm going through because you've gone through it yourself. There's just a different kind of connection there versus somebody who's just being ambiguous or, or not really describing the problem to that level. So I love that. I love that Christian. So let me ask you this. We're getting to the end here. Is there something that maybe we didn't chat about something you think that you'd like to, uh, that you bring up that's like maybe really on your heart or on your mind? Yeah. So, so something like, so, so like, in life, something big's going to happen all the time because it's life. That's what happens. Someone's going to die. You're going to end a relationship. You're not going to get the job. You're going to lose your house. You're going to move somewhere. You're going to fall out with someone. And when it happens at the time, you think it's pretty mad and you're caught consumed by the event. Mm. But anything that's ever happened to you, there's a thing that I saw the other day I love. It said, there's many things that are worse than death. 
Yeah. So when you examine that, you think if death's not that bad at the end, and I've seen death with someone and I've realized that nature takes over and there's things that are worse, then wherever you are, there's things that are worse, but your mind's going mental and chaotic and you think, no, I can't ever sort this. I promise you, if someone like me or another coach talks to you, we'll instantly bring you down because just a reminder that of how lucky and blessed you actually are and you've forgotten it. And what you've done is you've got caught up in this tiny event. It could be the smallest thing or biggest. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's big, it'll take you a bit longer. Like there's no one I know that ends a relationship and you're in love. Love is the hardest thing to get over. And it, it takes time. Like I've had a huge amount of money stolen off me and I dealt with that. If I have a love thing or love from a, I can't deal with that. And, I, and it's a hard mindset. It takes longer, but you can get there. You have to go through the emotion and the grief of something. Let it out. Let the emotion out. Deal. Let it go. But don't suppress it. And I sweat. You just get to where you want to be. It happens. Life's about getting through ups and downs because it's never enough. It's just mm-hmm. an up and a down. But we just just look at the ups and think how lucky you are the downs make the ups come about and we wouldn't have ups without the downs so we have to ride it i love that i love that way to way to end the show christian okay so if somebody gets to this part of the show and they want to connect with you they want to learn more and maybe they want to get some of your help what's what's the best way that they can connect with you so i have a few different so i'm on all the socials my name's christian hoyle and i'm on facebook and instagram where i share i, share, I do a lot of walking i'm on a big campaign to get people walking i think walking's the greatest thing for your mind it makes yeah. you healthy, makes you happy, makes everything seem less, and it makes you more, more. I don't want to use positive, but you're more, you're more ready to take the world on. So I walk yeah. a lot in the mountains. So I show that on my socials. Mm. But I have a YouTube channel as well called Christian Hoyle. So I've just I've hit my first target. I've given in a bit recent and I'm starting again. But I think overall, what I'm trying to do is I've read this is nicking someone else's words. So I wish I was intelligent enough to come up with it. But I'm trying to make it at the end where my funeral's got so many people that have helped that it's too big and they can't get a place big enough. I might not be here, but my kids will see it and they'll see that my dad made an effort. Because you can measure by money and stuff like that, but that's endless. What about the people that you've helped and they all come together and, and, and experience it together, how, how valued you are? I think that's where, that's where we're going. That's where we want to be. Yeah. And, and I got to say, like, just from being here, I, I appreciate you for not only impacting me, but impacting the audience that this uh, podcast is going to be released to. So Christian, thank you. Thank you for living that. Thank you for, um, for coming here, bringing the positivity, which I said is contagious and guys, thank you guys very much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Um, I greatly appreciate it. You made it here all the way to the end. We know there's hundreds thousands of hundreds of thousands of other podcasts, but none that bring the energy like Christian Hoyle today. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to hearing you or seeing you on the next episode. Thank you all for listening to another episode. Now, there are hundreds of thousands of other podcasts out there. I greatly appreciate you for choosing ours. If you enjoy the content, be sure and subscribe and take a few seconds to rate and review the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. I'd also like to invite you to learn more about our Mastermind Team for Leaders, where we're taking many of the concepts you hear on the show, diving deeper and creating strategies and plans for implementation. If you're a leader who's curious what a Mastermind Team could do for you, Head to the show notes or go to mindsetwithmark.com forward slash mastermind to see a video breakdown of how it all works. Regardless, I want to let you know you have everything already living on the inside of you to have success. Stay safe out there and see you on the next episode.